Collaborations that can only make Africa greater. KO and Runtown. This is Call Me on Metro FM 641. Hashtag Mad About Africa. Hashtag Fresh Breakfast. Our Mad About Africa guest is in the building. He's an African star that shines in the international sphere and continues to impact the lives of many while living his passion. A Senegalese native, Amadou Galofal, currently holds the position of NBA Vice President and Managing Director, Africa. He oversees the NBA's grassroots basketball development initiatives and his partnerships with marketing, media, and consumer product companies in Africa. Amadou Fowl has been working in this capacity since January 2010 and is currently based at the NBA Africa office in Jersey. Before joining the league office, Amadou worked for the Dallas uh, Mavericks as Director of Player Personnel and Vice President of International Affairs. Amadou is also the founder of SEED, Sports for Education and Economic Development, a global non-profit organization established in 98 with the mission of using sport as a vehicle to inspire, empower, and support the holistic development of promising African youth, preparing them to become global citizens. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for Amadou Galofal. Amadou! Thank you for that. Uh, wow, you know, uh, glowing introduction. Do you feel like? Do you feel like you're back uh, on the on the court? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, working on the hardwoods. So. You're doing a lot of work, not only for Africa but for Senegal. Tell us about the Senegal you grew up in, and Senegal now. Wow, I mean, um, I think really. It's it's at the image of, of of Africa and you know the transformation. So you know um, going from you know p- the post-colonial area eras, uh, yes, you know with the uh, earlier leadership, you know focused more on you know after post-independence, and I think now you know there are more pronounced development mm. uh, priorities, uh, but. Uh, a lot of upside, you know, certainly going back to Dakar, I mean, one of my favorite cities on the continent, sorry, yes. you know, <laughs> no, no bias, you know, just uh, um, seeing the development there. Yes. If you were director of Senegal Tourism, in 30 seconds, why should we visit Senegal? Well, the people, uh, yes. we have uh, what we call Teranga, uh, which is really hospitality. That's uh, the the the, the the pride and joy of uh, of our culture, you know, ah, people are very welcoming, and okay. I think you could see that from uh, the, vi- the whole visa, you know, process. I yes. think anybody from any African country can get in and, and, and get a visa from the airport. Yes, yeah, the culture, the people, obviously, Gore Island uh, yes. with the sad history, but I think uh, you know something that would encourage uh, anybody to to have the opportunity to go and and see and and I really encourage especially people in South Africa to get out there and yes. visit the rest of the continent in general sure listening to fresh introducing you I'm like wow this guy is one of the greatest and yet I discover that you did not make it to the big NBA stage mm-hmm. how did that happen and that if that didn't happen also but you still became powerful and influential without having to to have played in the stages like the nba yeah i mean look i think it just shows that uh you know when you discover passion and and you have an opportunity and you work hard and mm-hmm. have a s- sense of self-belief you know mm-hmm. the sky is the limit mm-hmm. uh for me and this is why i'm so passionate about just uh, using basketball as a conduit you know what we when we started seed in back in 1998 seed's going to be 20 years old yes. in 2018 the focus is was never about you know 
identifying talent to groom them to go to the NBA. Although we knew that once you create an enabling environment, young people with talent would always reach the, 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 the pinnacle. Mm. So it's about living from the values of the game which teach young people to be self-confident, to mm. work as a team, to be mm. disciplined, to work hard. And all these are character traits that uh, leads to success. So I think when we, not just my story, another colleague of ours, Masai Ujiri, who's today the president of the Toronto Raptors, you know, have not played in the NBA. We played in college, you know, but mm. uh, obviously... The NBA is an elite club. You know, you're talking mm. about 450 to 500 players, and the talent pool is the entire global population. Yes. So we focus on making sure that young people understand that, yes, success, you know, uh, is not necessarily only determined by whether you play in the mm. big league or not, but, you know, it's what you do with the opportunity you have. So I mm. think uh, and that's a more realistic path you know mm -hmm. if i'm sitting in 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 Pokeng talking to those you know young boys and girls in our royal Bafokeng junior nba program we're telling them that through basketball you could achieve great things you know yes. people become doctors and mm -hmm. lawyers when you look at our league you know uh, most of our players are college educated yes. so just to you know um dispel the myth that sports and education don't mix together mm. to the contrary sure. i think uh, this is why when i travel to other to some places and people ask whether it's in soweto or you know dansane whatever you know people thinking wow maybe we are tall we can't get to the nba the goal is not about getting to the nba the yes. goal is really about using sports self-development sports exactly yes. you know so 647, we're talking mad about Africa. He's Senegal's Amadou Gallo Fall, currently holds the position of NBA Vice President and Managing Director, Africa. More from him straight after this. The Comedy Minute, out of Egypt. This is Ahmed Ahmed. Tiwa Savage on Metro FM, if I start to talk. 653, good morning. Welcome to Fresh Breakfast. Hashtag Mad About Africa. Today we're hanging out with a Senegalese native. His name is Amadou Gallo Fal. Currently holds the position of NBA Vice President and Managing Director Africa. Prior to spending 12 years with the Dallas Mavericks, Amadou... Uh, worked for the Senegalese Ministry of Youth and Sports and the Senegalese Basketball Federation. The national team he assembled won the 1997 African Championship mm. and participated in the 1998 uh, FIBA World Championship in Greece. He's a magna cum laude graduate what? of the University of the District of Columbia, mm. where he played center on the basketball team. Mm. He's also a classic example of you don't have to play in the NBA mm -hmm. to be influential in the NBA. Absolutely. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Um, what value do you think you brought to the NBA when you were in the U.S.? That they said, this is the guy we need in admin. Mm. Well, I think... Um, Obviously, hard work. You yes, know, uh, that's that's always valued and, and recognized. Um, and 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 in a in a world that was globalizing, I had the good fortune of uh, meeting somebody in Donnie Nelson, who is still the president of basketball operation at the Dallas Mavericks. Yes, Dallas was a franchise that was a pioneer in believing that talent could come from anywhere. Mm. And, yes. and uh, you know, so this guy was already thinking that Africa, you know, could w was on the horizon. You yes. know? Uh, we've had some uh, players from the continent who really starred, like mm -hmm. Hakim Olajuwon mm -hmm. and Dikembe Motombo, but those guys, if you hear them tell their stories, 
it's almost like they just get in by accident. Yeah. You know? yeah. So Dikembe went to the U.S. to study pre-med, not mm-hmm. on a basketball scholarship. Yeah. You know, talking to Hakim, you know, he talked about a U.S. coach coming to his high school in Nigeria, and six months later, he's in uh, an in Houston at the mm-hmm. University of Houston. So yes. the rest is history. Everybody knows. Sure. Dallas, you know, and, and Donnie obviously drafted Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki. We were there my first year in 1998. Uh, who would have think that the best player, one of the best players to ever play the game uh, could come from Germany? Mm. You know, I don't think these are soccer nations. So, yes, yes. You know, the tremendous athletic potential that is on the continent is evident, you know, what with all the great soccer people that we've seen mm. across leagues around the sure. world. So I think, uh, you know, Working hard and also having played the game at university level, uh, have a sense of you know what it takes. Mm. And, and I started also with through seed to replicate the opportunity I had, mm. yes. having met a gentleman from the Peace Corps who helped me get a scholarship to go play at the university level. Mm. We try to provide the same help for other young people yeah. from mm-hmm. Senegal and other parts of the continent. So yes. you develop a network and mm-hmm. people kind of started to think, oh, well, this guy mm-hmm. has a nose for talent, mm-hmm. sure. and that's really how it started. I took a job as a volunteer unpaid scout, you know, and just to get the foot on the door and mm. then the rest you prove yourself exactly. yeah. and bring yeah. value. Right. Amandu, what's the state of basketball in South Africa? Because one almost has a sense that there was a point where basketball was huge on the continent and then we sort of have hit a bit of a slump. It's kind of going up now, mm-hmm. but, you know, it, it, it hit a bit of a slump. And I mean, you look at countries like Angola, Mozambique, yeah. you almost get a sense that they take it more seriously than we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Is that well, a misconception? Well, basketball is the number two sport globally, and that is the, the case across Africa. So obviously in South Africa, I think there are a number of factors. There's no doubt there's tremendous passion for the game mm-hmm. among young people. Yeah. You know, and I see that, uh, I mean, across people we come across, and also through our junior NBA league that we launched two years ago, mm. uh, more schools are participating. Mm. And when we bring our aspirational events like the NBA Africa game, we hold uh, the second one in August uh, here at the Ticket Pro Dome. Mm. You know, there is tremendous interest from families and parents who are asking us where can they send their kids to mm. start playing mm. the game. Yeah. I think, you know, obviously you need to have a, a strong governing body for mm. the sport in mm. the country to make sure that, you know, we can work together to continue to focus on our grassroots initiative. Our mm. number one priority when we opened the office was to make the game accessible. You know, just making sure that young boys and girls who have a passion for the sport can mm. play it. You know? Sure. It's not a complicated uh, sport to play. You know, you could play it by yourself all with you just a, a hoop. All you need is a hoop. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so, you know, and, and, and to demonstrate how, you know, realistic uh, uh, the rapid growth could be, the program we started in Pokeng with the Royal Bafokeng Nation, most yes. of those kids have never seen a basketball game. Today we play our finals in front of 10,000 uh, wow. fans, wow. parents, you know, kids. And in this unbelievable passion there. Yes. So if you can do it there, obviously you could do it, you know, anywhere in the big cities. Yeah. So there is interest. And I know this coming weekend, there's a big basketball event again that Nike is doing and mm. Zoo Lake, you know, sure. courts are being renovated. There oh, are yes, some yes. some basketball champions. So there's, movement. Mm. there's yeah. movement. There's definitely movement. And I think also the exposure, when I talk about making the game accessible, it's yeah. about building courts, 
training, coaching, having kids play, but also you got to watch it on television. Mm. Yes. So, you know, and, and I think when you talk about back in those days, mm. there was a presence, yeah. I'm sure, in the yeah. 90s, you know, uh, with the game being seen. And that's mm. what's happening. We have a landmark partnership with Kwese, mm. you know, across Africa, sub-Saharan Africa, where they sh they're going to broadcast close to 500 games in the season. So mm. it's coming to South Africa also, I think sure. through partnerships with Soweto TV, yes. you can watch NBA Sundays every Sunday. There's mm. a live game at a decent time, you know, around 9.30 or 10 p.m., 10.30 sure. p.m. So it's coming. It's coming and it's coming fast and furious. Awesome. Amadu, we are out of time, but where do people get a hold of NBA Africa if maybe they're keen on getting involved in basketball? Well, first of all, we have our uh, online destination, the Quest ESPN. Uh, you know, I think you could get, you know, all information mm. uh, about our uh, games and how to actually tune in and, yes. and watch there are some uh you know uh you can go soito tv uh quest play we're right here in 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 in, in santon mm -hmm. and uh you know nba.com you know across africa we're in 12 countries uh, mm -hmm. sorry in 11 countries with 12 junior nba league which is our uh number one participation program yes, sir. But thank you so much for your time. Uh, uh, big up to you and the NBA for all the work that you're doing. And uh, hopefully we'll get the nation behind you and one day we'll be filling out massive arenas Absolutely. every single weekend. It's coming. And thank you for having me. It's been a privilege. Ladies and gentlemen, Amadou Gallo Fowl, NBA Vice President and Managing Director, Africa. News at 7, next.